Um, before we start, I just wanted to say that I've, I've heard a really good song. Good song uh, on, oh, yeah, on the radio. radio. Yeah, Feral. Have you heard this Feral song? Feral Happy. Happy. That's still ha- yeah. It's great, isn't it? It's it, it, new, it's new. It's new song. It, it is How good. have you, where have you been that you've only just heard that song? What planet have you been living it's on? on the telly. It's been number one all year. It's been like, as you it? know, it's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, right. Anyway, yeah. uh, so before we, before we get going, I suppose, uh, can we get some dates, uh, sort of for the next podcast recording? If you get your diaries out, let's yeah, look. Okay. So look in February. How about Monday the 16th? Oh, no. I can't do Monday, so I've got Zumba. Right, well, and next night, then? I can't do Tuesdays, either. Legs, bums and tums. I can do the Wednesday, though. Hmm. All right. Well, what about Wednesday, Rebel? Uh, now the Rickett family go out for dinner twice a week. We go to Wendy's on Wednesdays, mm. and we go to TGI Fridays on Fridays. No Thursdays, but thanks for taking part. Right, well, I can't do Friday the twentieth. A bit quiet though. Yeah, uh, I've got tickets to something. Go and see a band. Uh, yeah, actually, they're that, uh, like a really obscure band. Actually, you know, like you probably you probably wouldn't have heard them. Oh, yeah, that's the gig Mrs. Ricky and Mrs. Ells told me about. You're going to see the Black Eyed Peas, I think, isn't the it? The Black Eyed Peas? Well, I'm going to see the Black Eyed Peas. What, 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 what dates can you Black do? Black what dates can you do, Chief? I can do uh, 24th or 25th. What, what, what? What's no. wrong with the 24th and the 25th? I'm uh, uh, washing my hair. You haven't got any hair. I have, on my balls. And that takes two nights. I've got two balls. Enough of that nonsense. The next week might be better. I've got a feeling. <laughs> Shut up, you two bastards. I've got a feeling we might be able to sort a date for the week after that. 26th or 27th? Uh, no, not, not sure. I'm due to present at the AGM of the Giggleswick and Braithwaite Over 50s Diabetic Needlecraft and Wassailing Society. <laughs> that night. What about the 28th then? No can do, got taekwondo. No can do, got taekwondo too. You two are bloody crap. Well, yes they are, but some of their early stuff was all right. (laughs) 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 Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, boys. Don't despair. I've got nothing at all in my diary for February the 29th or February the 30th. Oh, for fuck's sake. Let's not split at Thanksgiving That would be too rough On display around the family table Saying past the stuffing With all those loved ones witnessing All our reigning pain Let's not split at Thanksgiving That would be insane And we can't quit at Christmas time that's also insanity You have to check the lights work right I have to lug the tree inside It takes two to make the tree stand straight To get it in the stand No, we can't quit at Christmas That can't be our plan We can't quit at Christmas time The world won't
what broke And not our anniversary That would be too cold Way too cold That day I keep forgetting We swore to have it whole Not a September separation Lest everyone should know And blame the stars and planets In our dumb sign Virgo Halloween's a possibility We can wear some masks In costume and pretending So we don't have to ask ourselves But looking at the calendar There really is no day That makes sense for us to end it Throw it all away The whole idea is too awful It's too sad, too strange Too cruel, way too cruel No date would be convenient And next up, we're playing a song by New York's Ava Luna, or Ava Luna, or Ava Luna, I don't know, but it's A-V-A-L-U-N-A. There's vocalist on this track. They've got a few vocalists who sing on different tracks on the album. The album is called Electric Balloon. Uh, The singer on this track is a guy called Carlos Hernandez, and one of the other singers, who's called Felicia Douglas, her dad is uh, quite a famous uh, producer and uh, record engineer. His name's Jimmy Douglas. And he worked on... He's been around for a long time. He worked on not only television's Marky Moon, but also Missy Elliott's Get Your Freak On. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a fucking CV. Yeah. Uh, so it's probably safe to say he knows a bit about music. He went to see these guys in their early days, and he, is, he, he was very frank in what he told them. He said, yeah, you guys are onto something. But then he pointed at their lead singer, Carlos Hernandez. He said, but you fucking suck. <laughs> you guys need to get a different singer. Well, I'm not sure I agree. So this from their album, Electric Balloon. This is Plain Speech.
some old body That's as headless as can be Then you know just what to do now Just get in touch with me I've got a review that says uh, it's like stacks meets craftwork. Uh, I, I wrote down beef art times talking heads. Well, <laughs> this guy actually said, I think it's from The Guardian, this, he said, it's more like Z meets Pixies. I don't know who Z is. Uh, <laughs> so it wasn't that used to. I think Z is a label, isn't it? A, a record it? label. A New York post-punk record label. I it think. did go a bit AOR in the middle, though, didn't it? It's it's a it's like three really or four weird. songs in one, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's very weird, and and quite a few of the songs on the album are, are like that. But that that one is is it's got more than a hint of Talking Heads. As you just mentioned both those songs have got more than a hint of Talking Heads in it. That one and the and the one we just play. But um, yeah, it's kind of you kind of get they get a bit of a groove going, and you can mm. kind of think, oh, okay, I can see where the song's going, and then they completely change it into something mm. very different, and mm. and that song probably more than any of the others. I, I thought I thought it was like if Sam Cooke, Aretha Franklin, Dana Ross. I'd all grown up listening to nothing but Nirvana. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. uh, it, it, I, I think it's really good. Uh, the, the, the song doesn't pay any attention to like, rhythms, does it? You, you can't really dance to it. But it, but yeah. it's, it's really soulful and uh, potentially a bit poppy. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, but uh, apparently this is, this is... I think this is their second album, and I read somewhere that this is far more accessible than their first album. So oh, right. the first album, I think, even more... It was even more jittery, jumping from one right. one kind of theme to another. And um, ironically enough, it's called Plain Speech, but I've absolutely no idea what it was about. Plain Speech! Can you enlighten me? Uh, it, no. no. I've no, no idea what it was talking about. Uh, no, no idea. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, uh, Dad, you say with... Uh, whoever you said he worked with, he also with uh, Gang of Four. Yes, Timberland. and Justin Timberlake, Justin and, oh, yeah, Timberland. and lots of mod- yeah. fairly modern well, did stuff. Did you know? Did you yeah. know Carlos Hernandez? Do you know who his dad was? Uh, is it that Hernandez who plays for Menu? Do you know it's not? No, no, it's not. But it's Kid Creole's diminutive sidekick, <laughs> Quati Monday. Is, it? is that true? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like to talk about it. Apparently, <laughs> right. yeah, very good. And before that, we no, sorry, after, after that, that, after that, that yeah. uh, we had uh, the band Birds with Ears with their very interesting track. Uh, Head in my bag. bag. Now, head in my bag uh, is a track that came to my attention through the Voltage uh, records, and as okay. so I, so I brought all of these in. Voltage. So we should explain. Voltage spelt V-A-U-L-T-A-G-E. Yeah, and these are compilations that were out on the Atrix compilation. I believe you might be familiar with these. They're from Brighton. It's a no. Bright, Brighton label. Uh, I've got three volumes: the 78, 79, and eighty. Um, oh, I recognise some of the band names. Yeah, yeah they, the test tube babies, all, the Baranas. That's right. They're all they're all Brighton punk bands. Yeah. Um, and there's some really great stuff on here. The Chefs, I think, are on twice. Oh, fact. there's that. The Galinsky brothers, Bloody, yes, which right. you had on one of your monthly mixes a little while. That's ago. right. The yeah. Lillettes, who are presumably named after the, uh, the tampon of the Indeed. same name. Indeed. So, and this is this is the fantastic birds with ears. Um, and let me just show you this because, as you know, I'm, I'm a stickler for looking after vinyl. Oh, yeah. Uh, but sometimes I do buy. Have you had this since? No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. But I bought this second hand. Look at the shape of that. Oh, it's warped. 
It is warped and a half, isn't it? Yeah, it still plays all right, then. It yeah. plays fine. Yeah. But uh, actually, I've taken that track, not, not from Mrs. Rucho, but they've got a, a free album. You can get their, their only album, I think, which is an album called Youth in Asia. Yes, it's uh, yeah. spelled Youth, Y-O-U-T-H, in Asia. Yeah, in Asia. Youth yeah. in Asia. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a, you can go get that from this website called www.punkbrighton.co.uk. Yes, I don't know if you... Do you find this? I found that, yeah. Ah, yeah. Now, it's definitely worth visiting. It's, it's got fascinating yeah. detail about... All the bands on these these well, I love the way they've got a leather jacket with all these badges on all the bands. Right, yeah. You click on the badge, and that yeah. takes you into the band. Yeah. And then if there's because the, there's Piranhas like lost recording material uh, that's on them as well, as well as the whole album of that. So yeah. this is the same Piranhas as in Tom Hart. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So <laughs> all really good stuff. Now I, I love that song because I, I think the idea of walking around with a a head in a bag yeah. is is one that I particularly and, and, and particularly a head that does the things that, that he yeah. describes in the song. Yes, he always wants a lick of my lolly, which yeah. he says in a way that makes you think: Is he talking about a lick of his he, head? That he, sounds he, really uh, dodgy. Uh, and the the head that answers back, and then he in the end he kind of almost is like an ad. Mm. He's saying, you know, but he said, if you know a body that's missing a head, then mm. get in touch with me. Well, yeah. And yeah. interestingly, uh huh. found a head. Wow, imagine wow. Yeah. Yeah. imagine someone knowing that. <laughs> yeah, so we've got a collection of heads, haven't oh, we? God. And yeah. I think that can only mean one thing. Yeah. It's time for a head quiz. Oh yes, <laughs> head quiz. Are you ready boys? Yes, you're yeah. ready. so you're giving head quiz. I'm very you? much giving you both head yeah. at the same time. Right, okay. Because yeah. a lot of people would pay a lot of money to see that kind of thing. <laughs> or, or, or not to be forced to watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, if I give you a, a, a long-winded introduction to the Please quiz. Please do, yes. <laughs> As is tradition. <laughs> in, in researching for this podcast, it became apparent to me that uh, Robert Pollard, uh, you may have heard of him, uh, out of that guy by voices, uh, has under various guises released 25 songs with the word head in it. Okay. Alright. So your task, boys, is to decide which of the pair of songs I present to you is actually the real Guided by Voices or offshoot song involving the word head. Wow. Yeah. So these are song titles with head in it, or Indeed. not. It's bogus. Okay. Yeah. Bogus sometimes. Yeah. So, let's cut, start with the, the quick fire round. So, so, Rebel Ricket, okay. you're fired. Okay. And let's go on to round two now. <laughs> uh, so, which is the, 
Guided by Voices song, which is the real Guided by Voices. Okay, so okay. Three, three, you can start. So Robert Pollard's album, From a Compound Eye, contains a That's song... That's a live album, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. Contains a song <laughs> entitled A, Blessed in an Angry Head, or B, Blessed in an Open Head. Uh, I'm going with the first one. You're saying blessed in an angry head. The first one. Okay, yeah. and the answer is blessed in an open head. Okay. So no points for you, I'm afraid. Is, is someone keeping score? Uh, yes, don't really need yeah. to yet, but yes, yeah. okay. So that's nil. Just make sure you put down <laughs> nil for me. So Rebel Ricket. Yeah. Robert Pollard's album, From a Compound Eye. Is that live? Album? <laughs> it's not live. Still not live. <laughs> Contains a song entitled A, The Lettered Head, or B, The Numbered Head. The numbered head. It's correct. Oh, yes. It's correct, yes. Okay, Chirito. On the uh, suitcase failed experiments and trashed aircraft collection, Pollard records a song under the name King of Cincinnati. Uh Is it A, Little Head, or B, Tiny Head? (laughs) Uh, Tiny Head. It isn't. It's Little Head. (laughs) You've gone too small. Okay. Yeah. Rebel. Yeah. On the Suitcase 2 American Super Dream Wow collection, Pollard records a song under the name Terror of Living. Is it A, Bucket Head, or B, Rocket Head? Bucket Head. It isn't, it's Rocket Head. Oh, I was confident then. Mm. Bucket Head, there was a, just as a small aside for a minute, there was a guy in... Well, there's a band the, called Bucket Head, isn't there? Well, there's a guy, a bloke called Bucket Head. Yeah. He was a bloke, he, he, was, a he was in Guns N' Roses, and he wore a... Uh, KFC bargain bucket on his head <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> this is true, yeah. 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 So quite how he could see what he was doing when he was playing the guitar, I don't know. Well, there's a song that Pollard hasn't written yet. He hasn't written that song about him. Right. No. Okay. Okay. So Chirito, on the Circus Devils album Escape, there is a song entitled A Bouncing of the Heads. Uh-huh. Or B, Slamming of the Heads. Which album is this from? This is from the Circus Devils Escape album that came out last year. Right, okay. That doesn't help at all. Mm. Uh, I, I've forgotten the question. I'm going with the second one. <laughs> bouncing of the Heads or Slamming? I'm, I'm going Bouncing. You're going Bouncing, bouncing is correct. Yay! Yeah, correct. He's got oh, a point. Got a point huh? mm. I hope you're not uh, Googling there. He's, he's, he's playing for Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Bucketheads. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's got, got a face there. He's got a mask on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Carry on. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, uh, Rebel. Yeah. On the Circus Devils album, The Harold Pig Memorial, yeah. there is a song entitled A, Foxhead Delivery, or B, Chickenhead Delivery. Foxhead Delivery. Is correct. Yes. Oh, no, what's the score now, then? It's 2-1 to me. Oh, okay. Actually, you're quite right. Just having I mean, uh, Googled this buckethead guy, he doesn't actually have the bucket covering his face, does he? It's just that's your top it's of the head. It's on his head. That's poor. I suppose if he did have it, that's why he's called Buckethead and not Bucket Face. Anyway, (laughs) carry carry on. Okay. Uh, Chirizo. Hello. On the new I Sell the Circus release by Rickied Wiki, Uh there is a song entitled A, Cow-Headed Moon, or B, Pig-Headed Moon. Cow-Headed Moon. It's correct. Oh, that's too old, too old. Just to say, I wonder if he got uh, sponsorship from Kentucky Friends (laughs) before in that bucket. (laughs) He must have done. Massive stadium gigs. Yeah. 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 Wearing a bucket. Do you think there was a lot of people, you know, like if you go and see Paul Welly, you see a lot of people in the crowd who dress like Paul Welly. Do you think there's a lot of people wearing <laughs> don't <laughs> see buckets on their head? <laughs> what a ridiculous idea. <laughs> I would prefer to see him wearing a rocket on his head, though. So that yeah. would fit much more with the quiz. It would, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, okay. Anyway, okay. All right. Uh, Rebel, it's you, I think, isn't it? Mm. 
On another Circus Devils album, on the Circus Devils album Gringo, there is a song entitled A, Tiger Head, or B, Monkey Head. Monkey Head. Is correct. Oh, yes. Is, that about, is it a song about Peter Reed? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Chirito. Uh, the song The Ashgrave Proclamation which I'm sure you're very familiar with of course um, yeah. which is on Pollard's Not In My Air Force I was about to say that yeah, yeah. Uh, has also appeared under the title A. Applehead or B. Potato Head <laughs> what was the original song called? it's called The Ashgrave Proclamation right so there's a, there's a, big, there's a clue there, a clue there. well Ashgrave that could refer to the tree mm. uh, so uh, the tree and I'm going all 3 two, one now is it, is it the bin? is it Dusty Bin? Uh, it's the holiday I think uh, but I'm going to go with what, what, what was the second apple head or potato I'm going with apple he's right yay oh wow and I've got a feeling this, neck, this yeah. may well be the last question though oh dear so uh, yeah. Rebel it comes to you uh, Rebel, uh, Rebel Ricketts. Yes. Ro- Robert Pollard's album, uh, Elephant Jokes, yeah. contains a song entitled A. Optic Heads yeah. or B. Epic Heads. Optic Heads is wrong. Oh. So well, that makes the final score like three all. Three all. Three all. So I really, I need a, a tiebreaker. tiebreaker. Yeah. Well, we've just heard the song by Guided by Voices called The Head. The Head. Yeah. yeah. And uh, is it? You can. You, well, first of all, do you know which album that comes from? No. no. Okay. Is it from <laughs> A? Let's get out of the factory, mm-hmm. or is it B? Let's get into the factory. <clears throat> it's B. Were you going to say B too? No, I'll say yeah. A. Just make it interesting. <laughs> so you're saying let's get out of the factory. Yeah. You're saying let's get into the factory. I think so, yeah. And it's let's get out of the factory. Oh, Rebel Wiggins, oh, yes. you are. Very much the head of the head quiz. Give me head! <laughs> Martin Zeichnitter was born in Pestowitz near Dresden in 1951. He learned tape editing working for the Deutsche Film Abgien Gesellschaft in the animation department. He heard the cosmische sounds of Kraftwerk, Cluster and Neu on the radio as a keen amateur runner, thought they could be used as a training aid for athletes. He shared this idea with his work colleagues and pretty soon was removed from the workplace by officers from the SED, and he feared the worst. He was driven to the outskirts of Berlin and questioned about his concept for hours at a time. Later, an official from the Nationals Olympisches Committee informed him he would begin work on a project to train athletes immediately. Observed by state officials, he began working in a secret studio to develop the soundtrack to many an East German athlete's training regime. The last work he did was in 1983, doing pieces for the gymnastic team's floor performances. The project stopped suddenly with no explanation, possibly as a result of the boycott of the Los Angeles Olympics. Fortunately, Martin was able to smuggle out a number of master tapes, and in the 1990s they were transferred to digital. This music that was made for people to train to first saw light of day in 2013 with the release of Cosmische Laufer's first volume of recordings. The track you are about to hear, Flucht aus dem Tal der Amnungloschen, <coughs> Escape from the Valley of the Clueless, comes from a second volume of secret cosmic music of the East German Olympic programme 1972 to 1983 and was written with rare access to a full band. 
inspired by the train journey from Dresden to Berlin. It soundtracked a 10-minute 172 BPM run. Jetzt geht's los!
Well, I mean, exactly, exactly. Fantastic song, uh, really enjoyable. I've not tried it out. Uh, Have you not? I've not tried it out on the run. I, well, I didn't know it was written for that purpose, but now I, I will try it out on yeah. the run. Yeah. Is it 172 BPM run? Is that something? Is that something you aspire to, boys? I don't, well, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to run with it and see. Mm. 100, it beats the minute, isn't it? So yeah. that's, that's, um, I don't know, that sounds pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but those are athletes, are they? I couldn't, I think I might go on every other beat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but on that, I, I thought what he'd done was he'd thrown loads of beats at it because there's, there's beats all over the place. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, so, yeah. So fit for any runner. Mm. So I imagine beginners are just at home with that bit. They're elite athletes, myself. But it's the pulse of the thing. The pulse doesn't change. It's just the the, the snare, the accent of the snare changes, especially yeah, for the last few minutes of the song. It seems you're running on the pulse. Yeah, I don't think he yeah. needs to run the pulse. I think he can run anything. But, but it's again an incredible story. I mean, he, he's he seriously thought that he'd been taken away. He's going to be taken away to be shot. Well, as, as you say, a, a, an incredible story, and and you might wonder how incredible, really, because you know, I love a band with a concept. Mm. Yeah. And, a, and a backstory, yeah. And I'm not sure that you can get a be- better backstory than this. But it is might, it true? It might not be true. Right. I was going to say. I thought it's it all a hoax. There's some bloke from Harlow. They, they, they no. He's, he's, he's from Edinburgh. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's, yeah. Yeah. I've got an interview with him. Yeah. You've got an interview with him. Yeah. I have. Yeah. 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 Some yeah. I think they've, they've gone to great lengths. He's gone to great, and they 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 aren't breaking from their cover story. Right. Um, but it, uh, if you listen to the sounds on on that, yeah, like, I don't think they're 1970s synth sounds. Well, there's, yeah, there's certainly some stuff in there. But anyway, but also, I was going to ask. I mean, how successful were the East? I don't remember a slew of gold medals for the East Germans no. in the in the late seventies in, the, in you know, Montreal. <laughs> well, they might have been better if they had had it. Hold on, yeah. Yeah, so they fine. didn't have it. They didn't have that music. Oh, look, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. I mean, I, well, this is some guy from from well, This is guy old enough to have even been in East. Yeah, hold on. He'd be, say he was twenty five in nineteen seventy two. Yeah, eighty two, ninety two, two thousand two hundred. So then he'd be like. 80. 40, a lot older. Yeah. He'd be an old guy, only 60, nearly 70. Nearly 70. Yeah. Yeah. The guy they're talking to in this yeah. interview that I forgot in this interview, I saw it. They don't say how old he is. Yeah. There's some great, and the thing is, they everything there's some great detail here about a huge know, amount of detail. The, the back of the yes. recording studio, yeah. the, the, he said it's the first uh, Walkmans that came into the country because he said he, he saw the order of 300 Walkmans for the, for the athletes. <laughs> he said, he spoke to some of the athletes later, right? Yeah. Who said that, yeah, we did get the tapes, but when we went to international meets, we used to get them taped over with Western music. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some... Did, some did, did, the, um, did, did you mention any athletes by name? No. There was one called Cock, wasn't there? Yeah. There was a lady called Cock. There was, yeah. Who used to win uh, yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. Marina Cock, I think her name was. Certainly yeah. Cock. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember. I, I mean, I think... I think <laughs> whether, let's assume it is true. I'd love to think it's true. I think it yeah. might not be, but uh, they've really presented it as brilliantly because, you know, it's written on the back of the album here, it says, Tracks A1 to B1 form a running programme at 170 with warm-up and warm-down pieces... Uh, tracks B2 to B6 were written to accompany the gymnastics floor exercise. Finally, tracks B7 to B8 took us onto the ice with two pieces written for the figure skating long programme, etc., etc. I mean, they've really gone down to town. Yeah. This is to say the second volume. The first volume follows the same story. There's rumoured to be 
a third volume which may find the light of day this year. Because oh, he was doing right. it for years. Yeah. He, was doing it for, he was doing it for years, yeah. For 12 years, so there's going to be more stuff. If, if listeners are interested, you can find this stuff. They're, they've got a Bandcamp page, Cosmischer Laufer, I should spell it for you, which is K-O-S-M-I-S-C-H-E-R and then L-A-U-F-E-R. So their Bandcamp page, you can listen to their stuff and, and still buy their records. Not, not this red vinyl, though, of course. This is very limited edition. Yeah. It's only people like me. Have. And we've been joined by a special guest, we should say, as well. The official Trust the Wizard's dog. Yeah, my little Has entered the room. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what did he make of that? Rough. Kicker's question time! Okay, so uh, last time round, I asked you two questions. My first question was... Who played guitar on the first Monkeys recordings? Did you know? No, but it was probably one of those people who played on in the Wrecking Crew, uh, who played on lots of album, lots of. There's a film coming out about them, isn't there? Oh, is there? Uh, so um, it could be. I say two, two well known. The, 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 the Los Angeles Wrecking Crew. I and mean, Glenn Campbell was in that um, for a little while yeah. and played on lots of records at that time. Glenn Campbell is correct. And somebody else from that. Yeah, it's Glenn branch. Campbell. I'm saying it's Glenn, it's Glenn Campbell. Yeah, he was just talking. I've had to answer the question. Yeah, Glenn Campbell yeah. is correct. There we go. And he's, he's, he'd already said it was Glenn Campbell oh, when right. you said it was Glenn Campbell. And oh yes, well done. <laughs> and and I don't know. James Burton. Ah, James Burton. Uh, Elvis. And Elvis guitarist. Later on, on the song "You and I," do you know Jimmy Page? Page? No, not Jimmy Page. On the song "You and I." But is that a monkey song? Is it? Yeah. No, I don't know that. Uh, yeah. Neil Young plays on it. Right. Yeah. So pretty pretty good guitar players on those songs, yeah. I thought. Yeah, if not monkeys. So that was the first question, and the uh, the second question was, which is the longest single ever to grace the UK charts? And Charitha Garbanzo, you knew this. I did know this. Not only that, I own it. I've got it along for you tonight. It's Thank this you. one, thirty nine minutes. I think it is. Uh, Can I just ask how far up the charts did this actually get? Quite high. The orb massive at this time. It's the orb. It's the orb. Uh, Blue Room. Thirty nine minutes, fifty eight seconds. There you go. Uh, and I've got the CD single here. Um, yeah, the orb. Yeah, okay, we'll come back to that. In a, yeah. I think, won't we? Yeah. Because I have to give you some new questions. Yeah. yeah. And I'm very pleased with these. <laughs> very pleased with these. Okay. <laughs> that means they're even more impossible than normal. <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, now I think you might get this one, uh, Rebel Ricket, because okay. I've got a feeling I've took this out of um, Fred Albertine's book, but I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, which '80s pop star mm-hmm. described who mm-hmm. as a dwarf that fell into a vat of pubic hair? Yeah. So I'm looking for two two names there. I'd like an '80s pop star who described another '80s pop star as a dwarf that fell into a vat of pubic hair. Okay. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what you come up with next time. Right. I, think yeah. I think I've, I've heard that quote before, and I think I've heard that. Okay, yeah. all right. say it. Okay, and my second question is, and again, Rebel Ricky, you've got a good chance here. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know, on which song by one of your favourite bands, The Damned, are there uncredited... Backing vocals by Joe Strummer and Topperhead. Mm. Okay, so those are my two questions this time. Now that gives us kicker's question time. Okay, now I. But oh, so for the old though, yes, yeah, the old, old, yes. CD single. In, yeah. I thought 
the all uh, big fans of uh, you know Steve Reich and John Cage and all those guys. So I thought let's in- introduce a bit of the element of the music of chance into the Trust the Wizards podcast. Oh yeah. So uh, this, we're obviously not going to play all thirty nine minutes for fifty eight seconds of the Blue Room. Or are we? Or are we? No, we're not. Um, <laughs> but so I brought along some funny dice, yeah, yeah. as in not six sided dice. Yeah, yeah. There's a, one for you there, Rebel. I think that's an eight sided dice. Mm. I don't know. Uh, 10 or something yeah. uh, so what I thought we'd do if yeah. we roll these three dice yeah. and we add up the total yeah. Yeah. and then that will determine what minute we're going to start playing from Okay. and then we roll a normal six sided dice yeah. and that will decide how many minutes of it we're going to play this is very exciting okay. Okay. So, so should we roll now let's roll I've got a seven. I've got five, that's six. 12. That's a nine. Eighteen. We start him. That's a nine. That's a nine. That's a nine. Okay, so that's 40, 21. Okay, 20, so we're starting at 21 minutes, and then you roll a normal dice, Rebel, yeah. and you will... Uh, just one normal dice. Just one normal yeah. dice, and that's say how many minutes we're going to play it for. We're going to play... Six minutes! And so here's the orb with the blue, blue room.
the subject of the orb. Mm. Uh, you know that song, the, the most famous song, Little Fluffy Clouds, mm. and it's got that sample of that interview with the singer Ricky Lee Jones, yeah. and she's talking about Little Fluffy Clouds. At the beginning of that song, I just wonder if we were to do an interview, and we were to, well, I mean, what a fucking awful interview question. Who does an interview with somebody and says, what were the clouds like when you were young? What kind of a fucking interview question is that? And amazingly... We should ask J.D. And, and Well, amazingly, she gives an answer. Not just, <laughs> she gives a very long... They were beautiful. They went on forever. They, 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 what? Oh, what a stupid question. Anyway... Have, I, you, have, you, have you met the orb? I've not met the orb. Uh, no. No, I, I went to see him once. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I didn't see him. Did I didn't see them. Uh, they were playing. They used to do. Is that because they played in the dark? They, they, they don't wear. That's, that's orbital. That's orbital. orbital. You're thinking of with the little head torches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, well, I didn't see them. Yeah, you know, I actually saw them. I heard them yeah. uh, with the orb. I, they were. They used to do some all nighter things at uh, Brixton Academy. <laughs> I went to one of those, um, and it was you know early ninety one, probably nineteen ninety. I should think height of rave culture kind of thing. And rave culture, you know, I was I, I lived on the on the M25. Pretty, I didn't live on the M25. I lived very near the M25. <laughs> well, we M25. I, I, I was, I was, you know, right in exactly the right spot for rave culture in the second summer of love. Yeah. And it was exactly the same right age. I was eighteen. Yeah. So, and, and lots of my mates got got into it, and and and, and I went to a rave once, but it was. I was on the wrong kind of drugs. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, it didn't really... Uh, yeah. yeah. I hated it. I, yeah. oh, lots of my friends went to it. I couldn't stand it. I anyway, I, I did like the music, and I particularly liked the weird, electronic, noisy music rather than the vocal... Boom, jump, 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 like, you know, yeah, your face stuff. Um, what year are we talking here, by the way? About 1990, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think the, 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 that, that song was, was the first album, the first orb album, I'm guessing, 1990, yeah. um, which is when I went to see them. And they were doing this all-nighter, and they had... Um, um, at Brooks Academy and they had um, Zoe uh, supporting them who was uh, do you remember that song Sunshine on a Rainy Day yeah, yeah she, she was she was uh, supporting and and System 7 who is a guy called Steve Hillage and his wife Steve Hillage out of uh, Gong is it yeah. Gong yeah. I've yeah, never yeah. heard Gong but they're prog rock yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway, no, well, I, I quite like System 7 uh, they were a bit like the old but with more guitars mm. in fact Steve Hillage plays on quite a lot of this stuff but it was normal as lots of DJs Lots of DJs. And, I, and I'll tell you what, um, an interesting thing. I was standing next to this woman uh, who had sort of black spiky hair. And uh, I, I noticed this, this, she was quite, and I said, that woman looks a lot like Susie. You know, Susie Sue yeah. from Susie and the Banshees. Yeah. I'd, I'd had a bit of a, um, some ingested various things. The wrong drugs? No, well, the, yeah, not the right drugs that everyone else was on, <laughs> so hugging, but some different stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, that one looks a hell of a lot like Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees. Yeah. And then I noticed that lots of people, uh, during the course of the evening, because I was standing next to this woman for quite a long time, I noticed quite, that quite a lot of people, well, they, they keep saying hello to her, and they're smiling at her, and they're calling her Susie. And so they obviously think mm-hmm. it, they, they, they obviously think it's Susie from the Susie and the Banshees as well. So they, you know, they, she must really look like her. Mm. Uh, and then, uh, at no point did it occur to me that <laughs> it she actually was, was her. <laughs> <laughs> um, until I noticed the bloke she was standing with. And go, oh look, there's Budgie from yeah. Susie and the Banshees as well. Anyway, so I went to see he the didn't orb. Know who it was. I went to see the orb, and I didn't see the orb because by the time they came on. It was, I don't know what time it was in the morning, because I was asleep. I was, uh, 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 I, I'd fallen asleep on the floor. You ever been to Brixton Academy? It's a big yes. standing yes, we venue. We saw the sloppy floor. Uh, with a sloppy floor, and, uh, you know, I just went off to the side, and uh, next thing I knew, my mate was waking me up. Where are you holding my hand? 
Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hell of a game, hell of a game. Bears got a great team this year. They're gonna go all the way. Oh, yeah! You're listening to the Shoulds the Mrs. Cost Past. Can I just tell you? Please do. It's not easy being a Guided by Voices completist. No. No. Mm. Not only is there the unmatchable rate with which Robert Pollard produces new material to cope with, and mm-hmm. I'd just like to point out at this stage, 2015, which has only really just started, has so far <clears throat> seen the announced release of four seven-inch singles, three new LPs under various guises, uh, the reissue of both B-1000... Your favourite album of all time. And King Shit and the Golden Boys. The former on, he- on heavyweight <laughs> vinyl and also very clear, very limited clear vinyl, both of which... King Shit and the Golden Boys? Are you not aware of this? No, is that an album? Is that a band? <laughs> it's an album. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I might have to play you on something from that another time. But anyway, but there are also the, the often very limited releases that turn up on obscure little labels with little or no fanfare. Frankly, keeping up is a full-time job. Anyway, the hardest-to-find release last year came in the form of the band's first ever 10-inch vinyl release, uh, which is only available from the Dogfish Head Brewery in Sussex County, Delaware. No. <laughs> and they, they put out oh. uh, a limited range of beers, uh, rather brilliantly called Beer Thousand. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Uh, and uh, added a, this record to the package. So you, yeah. you, you bought this pack of six beers and you got a 10-inch vinyl free. <laughs> well, never mind the beer. I had to have the vinyl. And, as Charlotte Bronte no doubt would have put it, listener, I got the vinyl. <laughs> um, and it's the, uh, the Insects of Rock tour, apparently, uh, on, on, well, apparently, it is on the vinyl. Let me just get it out. It's a gorgeous thing. There you go, have a look at that. Thank you very much. Um, so the Insects of Rock tour was the first major tour that, uh, that GBV did, really, outside Insects of, of Rock. Yeah, outside of uh, Ohio. Is that a contrast of Monsters of Rock? That is, yes. <laughs> um, and this is this is a recording of them playing in New York. And, and they're playing quite a few B-1000 tracks. They are, but it, interestingly, Pollard at one point says on the record, this is called Gold Star for Robot Boy, and it's from our new album, B-1000. Mm-hmm. Um, but the contrarian that I am, it's not a track from B-1000 that I've chosen to play. Rather, this one comes from the album The Same Place the Fly Got Smashed, which is Guided by Voices' fourth album, and reckoned by many to be a concept album about alcoholism. So get a contact buzz from Drinker's Peace. <laughs> I wish I were dead Busy people dancing all over my head Real shock value with every move they make Real bad headache with every step they take I get a contact buzz Can't remember what the problem was I find it hard to even care Life was too real till you got there My life was dirt, but you seemed to make it cleaner Reduced my felony to a misdemeanor 
When I feel sick, you're an antibiotic. Organize my world, my world's pointless and chaotic. I get a contact buzz. Can't remember what the problem was. I find it hard to even care. Life is too real until you got there.
so first of all, there uh, we heard Drinker's Peace by Guided by Voices. Have you heard that before? I have not. No, it's a very good tune, that one. I like that one. Uh, is, it, is, a, is the whole album kind of mostly solo? No, no, no. much band. No, that was, that's a very different sound, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I felt like I've heard it before. You probably have. And, and if I have, it's something to do with you. Well, I remember some back in the day, do you, I don't know if you recall this, I, I gave you a, a box set uh, yes, of, you home, did. of homemade, guided by voices albums by, chronologically, and it was like a CD, the best of Guided by Voices, 1984 to 1986, best yeah. of 1987, you know, all the way through. I think there's at least four, but possibly more than that. Yes, yeah, I'm did. sure I would have put this on it. Yeah. Well, I know you, yeah. gave, you gave me and several other people a, a, a first best of, in your opinion, Guided by Voices, but it was slightly corrupted. We had to come back and say, I'm not really sure about that, mate. <laughs> but it was yeah. actually broke. But then you, uh, you did definitely give me a box set. I, yeah, I think yeah. actually in a box. I did give you a box, yes, I did create a box. I gave it a title, but I can't remember what that was. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said it was about, as some people say it's about, I like, you know how I like to come up with my theories of what these songs are about. I know you do, yeah. Uh, with your uh, each, each your, your usual uh, GBB twist. And I thought, you know, this is about drinking. I know, I know it's the, called Drinker's Peace, but, you know. It's a contact it, buzz. Yes. It's okay about alcohol, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the contact buzz is usually about smoking, isn't it? Mm. I think, well, as far as I know. That's what the yeah. Urban Dictionary says. Yeah. To get high from someone who's smoking a joint near you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So I thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's by, um, it's a band, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, but best lyric on that reduce my. Yeah, I, was, I was just getting a contact buzz off that <laughs> massive reefer. You just <laughs> that's why I lost, lost my train of thought. You reduce my felony to a misdemeanor. Yeah. It's a great one, and yeah. there's another look after that. That's brilliant. And also the the, the fact of uh, my life is dirt, but you seem to make it cleaner and be rhymed with misdemeanor as well. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Often we think he's just. So, it's just surrealism, and it's just often it is, to be it, Yeah, I mean that that, that one That's I thought of, 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 of is one of the most easily decodable yeah. songs to yeah. say what it's about. I agree. Um, but but I mean, I know we know uh, we talked about it before in the podcast that he likes a he does like a, a, a drink. He does. Uh, yeah. Mr. Well, Pollard, well, is go, he, is, <laughs> is he known to uh, you know? Is he a fan of the old Mary Joanna? Or uh, no, I don't think so. He's very much a drinker, and, and but he, he does get absolutely wrecked. During, during, like, I mean, the live gig's gone for two or three hours, and he, by the end of it, he's often well, like, cut it off. Is yes. it, <laughs> it GBV have the fridge on the stage where the band, the band uh, get liberally, you know? Yeah, there's, there's, the, there's beers on the fridge, a cooler, there's a big cooler, yeah. and then there's a huge, there's sort of an empty cooler which has puke bucket written on it, and, and they, they sort of, you know, empty one and fill the other. Um, but it, they're, they're classy, aren't they? Very classy. Yeah. They're, but they, they, you know, they, uh, obviously they've, they've, they've split under that name again, but uh, when they reformed, they, they had a bit bit of publicity and they've got a bit of interest from you know bigger record labels and they they, they played a, a quite an important gig they played on what's it is it yahoo there's a there's a live oh. gig thing so it's you know it's, right. it's broadcast across the u.s and yeah. it's, it's a big chance to to really you know oh, to make it mm-hmm. and i have to say that it, it was car crash stuff but fantastically so and, and so it starts so you could tell that, that Pollard was fairly pissed before they even started <laughs> I mean he is brilliant because you know you, can, you see him you, you think there's no way he can deliver a song he's slurring between but when he sings he sings and it's, it's yeah. great mm. uh, and he, was, he started off like that and, but he got more and more pissed and of course what tends to happen then is that he reacts to the crowd because he, yeah, he, he doesn't yeah. give a shit and he just started berating everybody and he, <laughs> he, and he went on this huge long rant about the humans being bastards in the air yeah. you're fucking arseholes and all that. of course this is going out live so it's bleep 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 bleep, 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 bleep. and uh, yeah it, it got is that, is that on YouTube anywhere? 
It's it's uh, is it on <laughs> YouTube? It probably is. I'm not sure if it's on YouTube. I think it's if you go through the Google concerts or I think it's Google oh, concerts right. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, have a look. So possibly not getting an invite back. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and, but still, it's yeah. That's what yeah, you, but that yeah. was that film soundtrack they were going to do. Was that a joke? Well, about Cleopatra. I, I, it was like a big Disney film or something like that. Um, well, they've done a number of things like that. They, that song, I don't know, was it two years ago, three years ago, yeah. four years ago even, that, that you chose uh, Donut for a Snowman as, yes, uh, as one song. Yeah. And that, that song was originally written as a jingle for Krispy Kreme Donuts. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, and I don't think that ever happened. No. Um, uh, but yeah, they were supposed to write a soundtrack for Cleopatra's so- Soderbergh, Soder, what, I don't know any film. Stephen Soderbergh. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. He's quite, quite edgy, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's written some play about Cleopatra or something. Where, where it's got, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some some funny it's probably frozen yeah I don't think it is frozen no, no. no. Yeah. Uh, but anyway before they, that uh, but, yeah. well no, oh, no, no. After, that, after that very much after that <laughs> was Martin Stevenson Martin Stevenson Martin. yeah and the song was called it was it was called is, is he still with the dainties is he is with them he is on that one yes yeah. Big Sky New Light Big Sky New, New Light yes he's with them that's from the third album with the dainties yeah. but then, so is that not that's quite an old song is it it's oh, not, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not current 1992 Right, oh, okay. yeah. produced by Lenny Kay uh, from the album This Boy's Heart. Um, and my relationship with Matt Stevenson, by the way, uh-huh. goes way back to about 1986. As does mine, of course. Yeah. We've talked about this, haven't we? We do, it was amazing because uh, I, I saw Matt Stevenson in 1986 uh, and he was, it was wild. He was with the dainties, uh, head in the microphone, mm. sweating all over the gaff, mm. playing a song called Look Down, Look Down, which even now I can remember thinking that's one of the best live experiences I've ever had. It was absolutely wild. And then, so I couldn't wait to get the album when it came out, bought to Bolivia. Mm. Uh, that song, Look Down, Look Down, is on there, but it's not wild. The whole album for me was a bit of a letdown. Oh, really? And you liked it, didn't you? Mm. Um, Crocodile Cry. Do you know the song Crocodile Cry? I do, yeah. yeah Hol- I know what Rebel means. It's Holy a bit humble kind of, heart. As it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's definitely worth seeing live. I mean, yeah. it is so much better live. Yeah. Before, before you go on, I just, yeah. I saw my 86 as well, up at some place, Sheffield, and, and it was, they played the Sheffield Student Union. And uh, I can't remember which song it was. It, it probably wasn't "Look Down, Look Down," but it, it might have been. But they—they, they, I think they'd come back on a, for an encore, and they were playing acoustically. So they had acoustic guitars. They had sort of drums around the, the drummer's neck, and he was sort of playing like that. Yeah. And, and as the song progressed, they they came off the stage. Yeah. And you think, okay, well, they, this, this is pretty cool. And they, and they kind of went round the, the venue, but then they went out of the venue, mm-hmm. and the whole crowd followed them out of the venue, like a sort of pied piper thing. Mm-hmm. And they went up and uh, around the student union, and outside, and round the building, and over the bridge, and all the way around playing this stuff, and everyone's marching. <laughs> and then they came, they came back and went on stage again, and then they came on. I've never seen that before or since. But that's the, yeah. the whole point, and actually, uh, I'll, I'll come on to this, but. I, I was reawakened to Martin Stevenson because uh, I, I was uh, someone informed about the, the, this book, The Song of the Soul, uh, telling his story. Uh, and you know, his problem was that he couldn't recreate that live mm. atmosphere and you know the excitement of it. And they could did everything. Quite exactly eleven, really. Yeah, very much. Yeah, overproduced and then make mistake after mistake in the, in the studio and get more and more annoyed with it. And record companies get annoyed because he's selling music and he hated doing all the promotional stuff. Um, and he got dropped by everyone, uh, and but he never stopped. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I'm guessing you might have even seen it. I did. I mean, I'll <laughs> tell you about that in a minute. Uh, well, that was around about the time of the Glass and Humour and Blue album, was it called? Yes, that's, that's the second album. That's yeah. the one. And, and I, 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 I didn't. I, I, like you, I, I kind of 
saw him live, I think I saw him live on the telly first, on the tube or something, and uh, I thought, this guy's really good, and he was just him and acoustic guitar, and he's a very good, I like the kind of rockabilly, jazzy picking mm. that he yeah. does, uh, and uh, I, I got one of his albums, I think it's his second album, it's the one with Holy Humble Heart on it. Yeah, that's the uh, one. And it's, um, Classic New England. Uh, yeah, that's the one. And um, I was a bit disappointed. But I quite liked the songs which didn't have much of the band on it. Mm. And, and there was one called Me and Matthew, or Matthew and Me, so yeah. that was quite good, because that sounded a bit 50s-ish. I liked that mm. one. Uh, but yes, I think it's time for... Is it rolling, Bob? It's rolling. Chorizos, hazily recalled, festival So, yeah, I saw him live <laughs> at a festival. The very first festival I went to, yeah. I'll tell you oh, well. a little bit about it. It was the Amnesty Should we International. Should we sit back? Sit back, yeah. It's the anecdotes. Sit back. Uh, the Amnesty International Festival of Youth, 1988, Milton Keynes Bowl. Wow. Two day festival, 25 quid for a ticket. Oh, I was 17 years old. Uh, and uh, it, was, it was kind and of. Gorgeous. Uh, no, 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 uh, I was spotty. Uh, it was kind of lots of bands, that, it was a very strange bill. There was lots of bands who were punk or rooted in punk. Uh, Stranglers, um, Big Audio Dynamite, uh, The Damned, uh, who had Jerry Ramone came on, I sang a few songs with them. Oh, wow. A New Model Army. Uh, Joe Strummer, I think it was Joe Strummer's first ever gigs with the Latino Rockabilly War. And he played two times, he played both days, uh, once on each day. Uh, there was also the Bundu Boys, who were great, Aswad, who were great, and then there was a few sort of less expected, slightly more mainstream acts like uh, Sam Brown of uh, oh, yeah. New Better Stop fame, uh, Martin Stevenson, the Dainties, Aztec Camera, uh, and Howard Jones, strangely yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but the main thing I remember being, well, you know, being this wide-eyed seventeen-year-old <laughs> from from uh, the sticks, uh, it was, there was. Pitched battles throughout most of the weekend. Pitched battles between the left side of the of the of the arena and the right side of the arena, with people throwing plastic bottles, which was the only alcohol you could buy. Was these plastic bottles of lager, full of well, with beer or piss or yeah or both. Um, Howard Jones made the mistake at one point of trying to get this to stop in the name of peace. He you know he's in the name of peace. Yeah, yeah. That was a big mistake because of course it was like um, (laughs) Christmas Day nineteen fourteen, you know, that both sides (laughs) momentarily forgot their uh, you know animosity towards each other and united against the common common enemy, which was Howard Jones and everybody just fucking threw stuff at him. Uh, but but I wanted to tell you my, my my one of my most vivid memories of that was I, I, being 17 year old and pretty stupid um, I didn't take a, a tent or a sleeping bag not because I'm yeah, I'm, I'm fucking hardcore I don't need a tent or a sleeping bag just because it just never occurred to me <laughs> that I might need a tent or a sleeping bag because I was 17 year old I was mm. festival virgin mm. and also an actual virgin <laughs> <laughs> but anyway I was sleeping in the back of my mate's car and I was woken up very early it was still dark which was new I, you know, I, didn't, I was a teenager I didn't wake up when it was still no. dark um, there was a lot of noise all of a sudden, and the car, our car was surrounded by about 50 bikers <laughs> who couldn't have looked any more like stereotypical bikers if they, if they tried. It's Altamont all over the <laughs> were, They were in the process of overturning and then setting fire to the car that was parked about two metres away <laughs> from the one that I was in. Sleeping. Yeah, and uh, so I, I, I got out. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I stood a little bit further away. And there was no bands on, there was nothing else to watch, so I thought, I'll just watch the fire. <laughs> um, 
but it didn't. It didn't. Rather disappointingly, I suppose uh, it didn't really turn into a massive explosion yeah. like they do in the films. Yeah. You know, when, when when it was a little bit disappointing. It was just but, you and this girl, was it? I, I, no, there, were, there was there was other people around. Some of my friends. I went with two cars of people. Uh, so some of my friends, they must have had a tent. Uh, and there was probably someone else sleeping in the car. Mm. They, we you, left all, the, you left them in, though. No, we, we, no, no, I won't wake him. No, we were all around. We, no, we were fucking hell. What if our car goes up? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> when the big explosion happens, yeah. like in the films. No. Yeah. But, I, you know, I found out, actually, subsequently, going to more festivals, especially Reading, that this seems to be some kind of um, festival tradition for oh. bikers. Oh. And, indeed, anyone else that, that... Not just bikers, anyone else who fancies joining in. It's oh. like, you know, the bands are all finished. There's nothing yeah. to do. Let's sort of roam around the, the site, uh, pick a random car, and set well, fire to it. It's funny she mentioned that because uh, I, I, my, my daughter went to Leeds Festival this year, uh, and she, she was very surprised at the end of that because everyone set fire to their tents. Uh, yeah, but, but things, they've got all these disposable forty quid tents. Mm. Yeah, and at the end of it, it's just mayhem. It was set fire to the tents, like all, all the people's possessions are flying all over the place. So not that much changed. You know, everything is not an anecdote. You have to discriminate. You choose things that are that are funny or or mildly amusing or interesting. You're a miracle. Your stories have none of that. They're not even amusing accidentally. And by the way, you know when you're when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. If you come from near or far, driving a motor car, if you're struggling a shooting star, welcome to Reborgate's World of Scar! Welcome to Reborgate's World of Scar! Welcome to Reborgate's World of Scar! So, listen, if you're pleased to know the world of Scar has finally come home after a long trek that's taken in so many countries and come home to this country, England, and of course, where we're we going to go? We've got to go to Hull, haven't we? Mm. Hull to see the bands. The Talks. Yeah. In November, they released their first album called Commoners, Peers, Drunks and Thieves. Uh, they're quite a happening band. They've got a lot of play everywhere. Got a lot of 20,000 followers, I think, on, on Facebook. Maybe even more. Uh, and if you're very quick, you get off to Bandcamp now. Uh, there's a live album that's completely free. And, you know, we all feel about that. Uh, Bizarre is looking at their tour for this year. They're not playing anywhere near here, by the way. Uh, but on the 24th of July, they play Salisbury with Come the Gang. And then they're playing the Great Northern Mod Scar Festival in Beadle, wherever the hell that is. I'm just, I'm just pleased that such a thing exists, really. Uh, and curiously, in, on the 20th of November, they're playing at Warmwell Holiday Park. And are you sure this is 2015, not 2014? 2015. Oh, it's uh, for November. This they might be playing at one of those, um, you know, they, lots of the holiday camps do these weekenders. You know, be, like, yeah. there'll be like a Madness Weekend or a Northern Soul Weekend. There's a Scar one. Scar I've seen it advertised, so maybe they're playing. Maybe that's why they're playing there. Yeah, well, it's yeah. Where, uh, you've got to go. It's near Weymouth. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going anywhere near. I hate Weymouth. You hate Weymouth. Yeah, I've been to holiday at Weymouth. It was a dreadful place. What was it? Portland Bill, even <laughs> Chesil Beach, Portland Bill. Or what, Beaching Head? These are scar bands. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know. In on this track, they're accompanied by Johnny Itch Fox, or just Itch for, start, for mm. short, mm. who states, dropping bombs is not the way to put an end to war. Uh, I think that's what he says. It's very, very hard to say. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, think, I think it goes on to say, if you don't like me, but you can see you're creating a cause. Which is actually quite a good point when you think about it, because mm. uh, he says that... Uh, 
In essence, if you go around arming half the world, don't expect, don't be surprised when bullets start flying back at you. Anyway, here's the talks featuring Itch. It's Ceasefire.
That was JM by Strand of Oaks. Before that, East York's very own, uh, mm. the, talks. the Talks. So they're from Hull, you say. Are you sure they're not from Scarborough? Is that it? Is that what you've got? Is yeah. That... Yeah, go no, well, I, 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 that's obviously Yorkshire Scar or Scar. 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 Have you heard Scar? Scar. Yeah. They need plan that as well. They plan it all thing. Do they? If you do go and download the live album, and only hear from all. We always get that reaction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing about the whole accent, of course, is that it's uh, the flirt inverter, isn't it? They have the flirt inverter. Do go on. No, no, flirt inverter. Flirt inverter. Flirt inverter, yeah. Or the floating voter, as we might say. But you know, they say the flirt inverter. That's all I've got on that. But, uh, this, uh, this is an incredible addition to your world of scars. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good to see it becoming, you know, scars, scars coming home, as they say. It's coming. Kind of like, well, you do wonder, don't you? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're playing a lot of festivals. Uh, they're, they're, they look good, young guys. But surely, Rebel, if, if charge. your world of scar needs to go beyond humble Yeah, uh, this isn't, surely this isn't the end of the oh, world of scar. No, no, no. no. It's got to set off on its travels again. Absolutely, yeah. Can we say some challenges? Because well, sorry, no. I've been I've been petitioned by by the whole of Poland. <laughs> uh, the whole of Poland. the whole of Poland yeah, because yeah. they're they're very left out. They're not uh, particularly out of joint, uh, and they're saying you better get over here, sunshine. Okay. We've got scar for you. Polish scar. Polish scar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm going to so, next. So listen up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. So, so and then after that, after we, that, we had um, uh, Strand of Oaks, sounding a bit yeah. like Neil Young. I thought that song. It's called JM. This it sounded a bit like a bit like Cortez the Killer. But yeah. of course, Neil Young wouldn't like that because we've just played it off a CD and he doesn't like CDs, does he? Well, no, he's, he's all, all about new uh, media. He's got his own... New, he's, got, he's got this new thing. In, I was just, uh, yeah, because I... In, he's invented his own format. Yeah, well, right? it was a Kickstarter thing, wasn't it? And uh, I, I decided not to go with it, but it's just been released. I think 200 quid gets you a little player, Pono, are they called Pono? Mm. Pono? I think it's called Neil Pono. Neil Young's doing Pono. <laughs> I think yeah. it's called Pono. That would be awful, wouldn't it? Oh, God. Yeah. Neil Young well. Porn. Neil Young doing porn. Reverse cowbell in the sand. <laughs> anyway, oh, no, no. So yeah. So what is what is Pono? What is <laughs> I, it? I think it. it I, what I'm do you not, get for your two hundred quid? You get something that looks a bit like an iPod, as far as I can I can make out. And I'm presuming that it, instead of playing MP3s, it, it plays the the you know the highfalutin, not even WAVs, but above WAVs, whatever that is. Right. Uh, but a, a Pono, yeah. I would imagine. Um, so it's it's a much purer sound, and he he reckons it's uh, it's much it's, it's better, than, better than CD, better than C, better, better than CD, better than vinyl, better than listening to because uh, well, the sound on MP3 is all condensed. It is, yeah, 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 yeah. This presumably is is much less so, but yeah, I would imagine that the capacity is quite low for for how many songs you can get on it. But I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't say. I mean, in its defence, I did buy. A, I bought a Neil Young CD once, and I did notice it just had this. Sort of high pitched whining sound on every song. Yeah. 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 So I bought Neil Young's album last year. Yeah, and you hate it, didn't you? I'm currently using it as a coaster. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Hi, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, JM, that song JM, yes. is in the song. He's talking about the, the, the singer is describing some fairly dark and lonely times for himself, I think. Yeah. And he and he's he's describing how he had an escape and he found some solace because uh, I had your sweet tunes to play. JM. So my immediate thought was, uh, he, you won't agree with this, but I was thinking, it must be, must be Joni Mitchell. No, it'd be John, John Mason, the uh, Cardiff and Bolton Wanderers centre forward, yeah. Did he, he, did he make a lot of LPs, did he? He's got a lot of tunes, a oh. lot of tunes. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no,
do much. He's, he's done a bit, hasn't he? Yeah. Probably Johnny Mathis, I mean, the great, the great Johnny Mathis. But it's actually none of those, is it? No. It's it's none of those. It's, it's a guy it? called Jason Molina. Yeah. Who I don't know much about, I have to say. Uh, he oh, was I in, do. He was in a band called the Magnolia Electric Company. That's right. And Tell song, us more. Well, and also in Songs of Hire. Um, the, I, I don't really know much about Magnolia Electric Company, but I, I do know about Songs of Hire. Um, and I'm quite I'm familiar particularly with one song of theirs, which is on this... Um, uh, soundtrack. Yes, exactly. It's, it's a soundtrack from the film Dean Quixote. Do you see what they did there? Yes. Um, and uh, I know why you bought this CD. Why? Because it's got guided by voices. It has it? got guided by voices. <laughs> well. yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I do know that Jason Molina died in what 2013, and uh, um, anyway, he's, he's a fairly young quite, guy. Quite, quite, quite young, but, but pretty prolific before then. And right. songs of higher played quite a lot on John Peel back in the day. Um, and uh, no, a tremendous band. Can, can I just say before we, before we go any further, though, that, that there's a bit in that song, that Strand of Oak song, um, I think it's about a minute and a half in or something, when the guitar gets really big. Yeah. I yeah. Lo- and I love that. That, yeah, that well, is my favourite bit of that song. But don't you think that he starts so quietly because he knows that he's coming, coming yeah. there? That's right. And, and, and that's in the solo after about six minutes as well was, was really good. Yeah, it's, it's, it, and, and yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Actually, the, the whole album is excellent. Yeah. Uh, it, it, um, and it doesn't all sound like that. That's one of the. And that's this year. Slower. It? Yeah, this last year. It was one of my albums of the year for last oh, year. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, I suggest that we, we follow that up then with Songs Are Higher. What do you reckon? Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds good. So, so the last song we're going to play tonight then is uh, from the, the soundtrack, Dean Quixote. It's Songs Are Higher, and this is the song Hot Black Silk.
Well, it's just time to say goodnight now from the Trust the Wizards podcast. All of this podcast, I've been Rebel Ricketts, and I'll continue to do so. But it's also goodnight from Mr. Kicker of Elves. Goodnight. And with his Earth name, Shumito Garbanzo, he also says... A Volta di Rotten Katza. Good night, listener. <laughs> <laughs>